0: Hey. Smurf the yo beat ooh ooh
1: ooh right okay. yeah. I blue strips on all the paper when I get it. Mm. I can be off Zans, the bag styles, I don't forget forget them When you go no turbo, we got the bag up in the sprinter. I knew this shit was gonna come just like I seen it on the Simpsons. I think I'm seeing things from beans and leaned it on this. I got the friend of Jesus. I've been thinking about leaving a nigga. No matter
2: how mean i Yes, ain't... yes, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back in the cast. Thank you for tuning into another episode of the Pop Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Papa Menno. You can find me me at Papa Omino on Twitter or on Instagram at Pops.Culture. And as always, I'm joined by my trusty co-host, Gabe Eppard, We back
1: from arrest. I was Gabe, bro? Man, you always sewer me with these things. Like, I, it makes me look so bad. Um, but I mean, that one was kind of funny, too, and lots of people liked it. So all publicity is good publicity. Um, I'm all right. Are we dropping ads now? Since when are we putting the um, the Instagram and Twitter handles and stuff on the on the radio show? Since last week, when I decided I wanted
2: to start promoting my Instagram and my
1: Twitter all right fair up um besides that i'm good life is good um yeah i don't know kind of chill just waiting for everything to blow over here still how's uh, uh toronto toronto how things feeling out there <laughs> same old no it's actually getting better
2: now because the weather was kind of shit for the past week but today today's pretty nice so uh, people are getting vaccinated so i mean we should be getting back to somewhere like opening soon and shit and apparently they're shipping a whole bunch of new like Pfizer drugs coming in so people are uh, starting to get their sign ups and their first shots or whatever so that's all good uh but yeah no it's actually funny how hilarious people still fall for that trick that I use fucking putting you in memes and people being like yo is this real like <laughs> no it's not real but <laughs> the fact that it gets rules still kills me to this day yeah a lot of faith like this is like my be- third faith of, of doing <laughs> yeah. something
1: ridiculous God, the- online the- The people, I know, people that I don't know that you know must think I'm insane um, or some sort of criminal. But beyond that, I'm surprised there's not black market shot, more black market like coronavirus shots and vaccines right now. Um, The the government
2: and the (laughs) the government and these companies own them. There's no way you could find a out of market (laughs) vaccine on the on the black market. I don't yeah. know. Rob one of the in trucks to, or something. And yeah, in order to get one, someone would have to rob a truck full of them and be able to keep them in a cold place enough for be able to
1: deliver them out to people. It's, it's yo, not a like one business model either. You you get caught pretty easily. Yo, the one that they they showed some videos from India where people were fake giving like patients the shot and then pocketing it um, and yo, then selling it on the block. Awesome. Yeah, they just put nothing. They prick you with nothing in it. And then some people caught it on camera and shit. So I was like, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if that started happening everywhere too. But India's in real bad shape right now. So yeah, that's their, not supposed- uh,
2: their government did not handle that shit well at all. It's pretty bad. I saw a video actually yesterday. Of just a reporter in the in the hospital, and there was like not enough beds for the amount of people that they had in there, and people were dying and shit. And like tons of people were in tears, crying because they weren't getting support. Like there's women who've been in there for days and they hadn't been able to see a doctor. So they've been begging for oxygen to be able to breathe and they can't get it. And it's, this a, there's a shitty situation out there for them. Um, hopefully things do get better and they do end up getting more vaccines so that their people can uh,
1: can be safe. But yeah, it's a pretty, pretty bad situation out there right now. Oh uh, yeah, that sounds absolutely terrible. But yeah, not surprising knowing how India's government and stuff is. Um, but it's pretty depressing. I saw I saw the same videos on that too. So
2: oh wow. But yeah, this is episode 88 of the Pop Sculpture Podcast. As always, guys, continue to like, rate, review, subscribe on all major streaming platforms. That's iTunes, SoundCloud, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, and Amazon Music. Uh, today we're probably going to start off with Tory Lanez and Chris Brown because there isn't really much news that happened this week, so it's going to be a pretty quick episode. But yeah. Tory Lanes the- and Chris Brown announced that they have a joint album coming out, <laughs> which is pretty ridiculous <laughs> for the state that Tory Lanez is in right now. But I mean, if you get people music, they tend to not forget it, or sorry, they tend to forget about everything else that has happened in your life. So I don't really think people are too upset about this but it is a pretty big topic uh, if the rumor is true that they are working on a joint album. It's a it's a good pairing. I can't, I can't deny that part. I mean, we got <laughs> last year, I think, or the year before we got uh, Chris Brown and Young Thug, and I didn't think that that was going to be a good mix at all, but somehow that album actually turned out to be really good. Unfortunately, we, hit, we were hit by the pandemic, so people didn't really get to experience the music outside, but I could see a Tory Lanez and Chris Brown doing pretty well they've been well tory has been on chris brown's album so and those songs have been pretty good so i could see this pretty being a pretty good match
1: yeah that's pretty wild to me i mean here's the thing i'm gonna say like it's terrible pr a bad look considering both their situations and the reputation they have um and the reputation Tory's getting but people are still gonna check it out i don't think it'll affect the numbers really that much um and there's gonna be like anticipation for it, but it's still wild to me that they would uh they would do this considering the current climate. Um right. so yeah, it's I just I didn't even know about it. I was kind of shocked when I saw that. I was like, fuck. I probably realistically I'm probably gonna check it out. Is it okay if I like download it or stream it illegally so the numbers don't get anywhere? Because obviously I wanna hear what it sounds like, but that's just wild to me right now, given the current climate that they would uh, do that collaboration.
2: That's what I did for Kanye's Ye album. When he was in trouble all those years ago, I can't believe it's been like three years now, which is nuts to think about. But yeah, when when he was making all those comments and people weren't supporting him, I just illegally downloaded Ye to listen to it. And I'm kind of glad I did because Ye was pretty trash. Like I know some people like it, but for a Kanye album, it's definitely one of his lowest tiered albums uh, I think Jesus is King is pretty down in his world too. But yeah, I don't know. Chris Brown, like his, I know he has a bad past and a bad reputation, but his reputation kind of like it's faded out now. Like a lot of the things he's done in the past were so far gone now that people don't really hold that against him as much. I mean, yes, people, there obviously are people who still hate him. And you know, I'm one of the biggest CB fans, but I don't think that their reputation is going to hold them back from doing this just for the sake that, like I said, the internet doesn't really care like cancel culture is not really a real thing you have enough support around the world now that you can be able to put out music regardless of what you've done in the past and kind of as long as the music bangs and as long as the music is good people are going to listen to it and people are going to check it out so
1: i don't think there's any yeah, part in terms of doing that i i agree but for me it's more risky for chris brown because it's been what 10 years so he's trying to escape that uh that still kind of haunts him. And then for him, it's going to bring it up so much. Like, I fully agree that they're still going to do crazy numbers. Or like it's going to do well and everyone's going to check it out. But I feel like either one of them could collaborate with someone else who doesn't have such a checkered past and that won't be brought up. Whereas for Chris Brown, th- those allegations are going to be like at the front again now, because Tori's going through with it. So it's just surprising that these two would collaborate. Yes. It's going to do numbers, but I feel like it's a worse thing for Chris Brown to do right now because he's so far away from when that happened versus Tori still in the middle of it. Um, And there's tons of artists that they could do a collaboration with that would do crazy numbers too. So it's a bit, it's a bit weird to me that they do it, but not that surprising either.
2: Yeah. I think that also kind of plays into it. The fact that they're going to get so much people talking about it. And like you said, people bringing up Chris Brown's past, plus the fact that Tori's going through something right now, I think, kind of know that that's also going to help them out because any press is good press in, in, in today's day and age so they know that that's going to be something that's probably going to boost up the numbers in terms of people talking about this album um so yeah i i personally think that they don't really truly really care about what kind of bad look it's gonna come up from this even though chris brown's been removed from his situation like you said i just don't think they're going to be like oh, well like he's just not going to care at the end of the day He's going to see numbers. He's going to see money. And that's all he really cares about at the end of the day, too. So I don't know. For this album, like, I don't know what they're going to call it. Personally, I think Breezy Lanes would be a dope title um, for them to call this album. I think that would be probably their best shot. But I see people coming up with other funny names online, like the abusers or some shit like that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> stuff along those lines, which is pretty funny to me. I always like when people come up with that shit. But yeah, I think Breezy lanes are
1: probably their best bet for an album title, I guess. Yeah, we'll see. It'd be something it's probably be gonna be something corny, but um no, I, I I agree with you on this part too. And realistically, I'm too lazy to even Go find some illegal stream or YouTube or anything. So I probably will check it, check it and listen to it. Uh, realistically, like, come on. As you get older, you just kind of give up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, I yeah, just I can't fight Off it. The uh, fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like before, I be like, okay, I'll like go on the fucking whatever legal download and make sure. But now I've, I've just given up. They're millionaires. So I'm gonna put more money in their pockets. I'm just too lazy. Um, so I'm definitely gonna check it out. I'm still shocked that it happened, but in a way I'm not. And I think we're kind of on the same boat here and it'll be good publicity. Like people even making fun of them and making those albums is like ways that they're getting good publicity right now. Like, you know what I mean? Um, Yeah. So, so yeah, I think it it is what it is. I'll listen to it still. Let's get real.
2: Onto more millionaire news. Our boy Drake, has apparently this is also somewhat rumored territory. There's no official facts out here, <laughs> but apparently Drake is the responsible, Sorry, is responsible for ending an eight-year engagement to a woman named uh, Naomi Sharon, and she's dating some dude. Apparently, the story here is that Drake blew Naomi out. She's a singer. She's trying to get on. She's getting a little bit of a buzz, and people are starting to know her. Um, but Drake flew her and her fiance out to work on Drake's certified lover boy. Uh, he flew the
1: fiance out too.
2: Yeah, he was also he was also flown out there as well too. <laughs> but Naomi's fiance apparently noticed that they the two of them were getting closer. Uh, apparently in the gym he saw that they were kind of flirting or something like that, and uh, they. When Drake and her were making music, I guess he kind of got in his feelings and assumed that something went on. I don't know if there was something that went on, but according to him, there was something that went on. And he decided to end the engagement. Uh, but then he also went to social media and decided to write about this. And his post is pretty cringeworthy. Probably one of the worst posts I've ever seen. Because I would, if I got cheated on, I'm not putting this out there for the world to see like this. But apparently he felt no shame and decided to do it. Um, in the post, it reads, imagine having the most beautiful, supportive and faithful relationship eight years long with an engagement and wedding planned. a beautiful woman on your side as a ride or die. Then this major opportunity comes and, and a world star calls your fiance to sign a record deal, but both of you out and out of nowhere, all the trust vanishes with knives in the back of, and your heart. Then he went on to say that, uh, he's no longer with her and then put up pictures of her and shit like that. Uh, what do you think but, about Because I think an eight-year engagement says a lot from the jump, so.
1: I uh, These guys are, I mean, I, I, I creeped his Instagram. This dude is one soft as shit. Like, I guess he has a type because he's even soft. Like, <laughs> how do you find the one dude softer than Drake? I looked at his whole, and it's not just that one post either. He has a bunch of, like, subliminal shit on his, I went to his Instagram. And honestly, this guy is doing it clearly also. You can tell he's, like, one of those people desperate for fame as well. Um, his whole Instagram page is so cringy, bro. Um, and a lot of the posts are are relating around mistrust of women and all this stuff. And he, he's just, it's clear. First of all, he is soft as shit. I'm sure he's sad about this, but it's clear he's trying to use this to put his brand and name out there, um, making posts with it. He's a singer as well. And his music was so generic. And this nigga was so basic. And it was like the shit, like Drake, the stuff Drake says, but he didn't have any. I don't know, he wasn't actually good at it and stuff, but he's just so corny and cringy, this dude. Um, I checked out his Instagram and it was it was pretty bad. But it's definitely you can tell he's trying to ride this, he's trying to blow. Like he's one of those dudes who will just like keep pushing stuff on social media and will do anything to get fame. So I wouldn't even be surprised if him and his girl came up with this or something like that too, and he's using it to promote. All his music and that, and make statements. So he has his whole IG close off, like you can't comment on any of it anyway Because I was so there for the comments. Yeah, you know, I hate when people do that shit. Like, yeah, I was so mad. Fogged. Yeah, the world needs to have some input. If you're gonna put this <laughs> on the world, we we deserve to have a voice too, buddy. Like it was ridiculous. Even I was gonna go in the comments, like, ah! <laughs> like <laughs> some loser. So um, yeah, I, it it seems like a whole thing, and the dude's just so soft, so. I don't know. I don't even feel bad for him. so cringy. You can just tell they're all star fuckers. Like the, the desperation of trying to become famous and stuff like that. Absolutely no shame. Some people do not have. So that guy definitely falls under that category. So I had no sympathy for him. And yeah. How are you going to put out your whole, like, whenever my relations end, it's off and I'm on, and the next one. you won't hear me talking about shit. Um, so to put that out there, it's, I think it's pretty clear. He's just trying to, trying to get some, um, steam for his clout
2: yeah you can't post something like that on your instagram and think that it's going to be all good and gravy Uh, but what do you think about the people who say that great kind of opened the eyes of like what his girlfriend was already doing because i mean to be engaged for eight years says a lot i don't know if they were or if they were dating and then they got engaged but basically it seems like they're engaged for eight years according to the uh to the internet and what what the blogs are and what the blogs are saying and stuff an eight-year engagement is like, you're not, that doesn't sound like you're serious about marrying a woman at that point. Like, you gotta string someone along for eight years and expect it's not some shit to like, I mean, I mean, I wouldn't expect my wife or future wife to cheat or my fiance to cheat, but eight years, that sounds like you were, there's either some kind of insecurity or you weren't serious and she just she decided to put it into her own hands and got
1: bored um, and just found a better option. And I mean, the fact that but who knows? You're saying, though, it's like you think this guy put it off for eight years. Maybe it was her.
2: Yeah, that's a possibility, too. I didn't really think about I've, it from that side. I've, but I I've, for me, I've never I've never seen that, though. I've never seen a woman put off an engagement, though. Like, the guy is asking the woman. Like, the guy is the one who proposes. So if I'm proposing to you and you're saying yes, that probably means that you want to get married soon. I've never heard a woman be like, yeah, I'm going to say yes to an engagement and wait eight years to get married. Like, that's, is that what, that's what really happened.
1: Wait, are we sure that's what it means? When I see like eight year, in, did it say eight year engagement? I just assumed they had been together for eight years and were engaged, not engaged for eight years. But I'm, I didn't look closely. I didn't look into the phrasing there. But my assumption, what I thought was, they had dated for eight years and they're only recently engaged. Like, oh, okay. That, well,
2: that might make more sense because in the when I'm reading back this, it does say uh, faithful relationship, eight years long with an engagement and wedding plan.
1: So maybe they weren't engaged for eight years um but either way yeah i mean yeah. and also man we can just tell look at these people's profile um they're just big star fuckers like they're they're both trying to go heavy trying to like blow up in their music career and that so it's not surprising that that type of person will jump from whatever that's going on just like the most famous artist in the world right now um so know. Right, you kind of know what you're in for and in my experience working with people who have like the absolute desperation to be famous and they're singing and acting career to go off. Those type of people are pretty quick to lock them and become like star fuckers or jump up um, the ladder, like through people they know. So it's not that surprising. Honestly, that guy seems like the same type just from what I saw on his IG. So, I, I mean, I don't know for me, if that was me, I'm just thankful that I saw someone's true colors before I ended up marrying them. If they're going to cheat on me like that um so i don't know I, i'd be thankful that it happened before i got married um and yeah i don't know I, I, but also man i don't know if my girl cheated on me with like lebron or someone like that Whoa, are you one of these guys who's like yeah i'll give her a pass I would, no i wouldn't be with her i wouldn't stay with her but i'd be like ah, i'm not even that mad. Like, like okay you yeah. know what i mean like our yeah. like relationship would be over but i wouldn't be like but you would understand. It it. You like it's LeBron, like guess, yeah, <laughs> it's, like exactly. Especially if like it's somehow related to your career too. Like if you're an up and coming basketball player or something, I'd be like, get it. Like Drake can put anyone on. It's like if you look like you're that passionate about your music. I, I guess I like, get it. I don't know. I wouldn't be sitting there questioning. You know, lots of people like question their worth when they get cheated on. Or, like when you know, I thought they love me. What does this person have to offer? But. It, I, if it was some bum ass nigga, I'd be like okay, it would probably hurt way more than it's the biggest rapper in the world. Um, you know, I, I can live <laughs> with that. Like, I might even put it on my IG too. Of like, my girl was so bad. Like, I we both like fucked her. Like, me and Drake we're Eskimo brothers now. So, uh, I I mean, I'm sure I'd be upset, but it would definitely feel a lot better than if she fucked your local garbage man or something. So. Okay, yeah. I can't even be that mad.
2: Low key, that would actually be pretty funny if you put up a post being like, Me and Drake are Eskimo brothers yeah. after your girl cheats. That would that's be a, that yeah,
1: that's funny. Yeah, like, come crazy. on, baby. Y'all be even be mad. Like, I'd be like, Oh, like, I'll bring the condoms next time. What up? Uh, <laughs> so, I, I don't know. But I, I'm sure if it actually happened to me, I'd be devastated. But I like to think that I would understand it. Like, how many men are, gonna, if you're engaged and Beyonce comes strolling into your DMs, what are you doing?
2: I mean, if if it's Beyonce, my girl's just gonna have to know that it's Beyonce. Like that's a once in a lifetime opportunity.
1: Yeah, but so you gotta have the same expectations for your girl too. Like if fucking
2: yeah, I mean, some people
1: do that though.
2: They do the whole um, you know, it. You have a list of three people. If you ever meet them, it's all right to have sex with them that one night. Doesn't mean that you're in love with them. It just means that you know you're you're down to have sex
1: with them. So for sure but i mean obviously they didn't discuss that <laughs> that's okay yeah yeah. i mean um, i
2: don't think for these two they did that but um because he's in the industry and shit um, it would
1: definitely hurt way less if it was someone super super famous for sure i mean i'm also not one of those niggas like i could never share i can never even in a relationship with like even like a once a year thing i couldn't i'm too prideful i couldn't let my girl sleep with other guys um I honestly don't respect guys who let the, that's like one of the oldest school things for me. Like I'm pretty open and like forward thinking in that, but those guys who like let the girls smash other guys and stuff like that, come on, I have some pride. Um, yeah, that's so crazy. Once,
2: even I, one, I. I couldn't do that either. I don't. I don't the I, listing? The listing, even that's kind of like iffy to me. But
1: yeah, is that You're probably honestly you're not going to feel this after you want to say you'll be okay with it, but after after it. Um, like, even I've gone on like breaks with girls and obviously we both slept, but I still can't look at them the same after. Like, I just it's never the same once you know. You know what I once mean? Once you know someone someone else pipes. Yeah, like when you're there. Like, I've got back with the girls knowing someone probably did, but I didn't discuss it, but I have a name and face and know for sure. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's yeah that's the like, you know, I can't be mad that's like you we were level. together. I've been in that situation where I'm i am pretty, I'm 99% sure she's mad. At someone. But if you, if I know and people tell me, I'm one of those seven people, I'm not getting over it. Like, I'm not, I'm just gonna always picture that shit. Like, it'll never be the same. A relationship is, won't be the same. Even if it's my fault, and like, I'm the one to break that with you, wanna get back with you six months later. Like, knowing that, like, Steve fucked her, nah. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> Fucking Steve,
2: man. Oh, man. Yeah, no, I agree with that 100%. Like, just putting a face and a name to the person is just, is the absolute worst. Like, that would be. That would be the thing that just riles you up every single time you look at you look at your significant others. So. But somehow
1: this this guy managed to make me even like him less because yeah, he broke up with her. But to go public like that was even more pathetic. Like just don't say anything and take her back. I would I would respect that more than being like going online and writing an essay. Like maybe no one cares. You're not even that famous. No one even gives a shit. You're obviously going for like cloud. He only had like a couple thousand followers and stuff.
2: Yeah, and, I didn't even know that, who so. this dude
1: was until
2: this popped up. So you
1: you can just tell how desperate this guy is for fame. Um, so I, I I'm pretty sure that's what he's using it for. Um, so it it was yeah to put that shit out there is like the most. But yeah, like you can't respect any dude who does that. Move on. Say say nothing and move on. That's like the <laughs> G- everyone gets cheated on here or there in life, but milking it like that is pretty pathetic. Because yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I was, was going to say, I don't think I've ever been cheated on, but <laughs> if you say... That everyone. you that you know of.
2: No, nah, no, nah, I know, I've only been in a handful of relationships, so how could I have been cheated on? Like, I, I, I know
1: true. all my, I know all my partners, but, but... Honestly, knowing that, I honestly thought girls were way more faithful, because I, I don't think I've ever had an experience where, or at least that I knew that I've been cheated on or whatever, but to get inside in Toronto... All my programs and stuff were with girls, and they're way more scandalous and sneaky than you think, or that at least I thought. Um, and of so like the good, good girls, like, yeah, I've like still like had a, my boyfriend or fiance made out with the guy and stuff. I'm like, what? So I always keep my eye open.
2: <laughs> that is that is true to an extent. I think it's just more so it, it honestly comes down to the guy though. Like, if you're holding it down the way that you should be, a girl's not going to think about cheating, it's only once there's certain issues in the relationship
1: and uh, no, some girls are just fucking scandalous, man. What do you feel? Like you can do everything right. Some like I assume about that. No, okay, I think I pick enough good enough girls or like I have enough like sense in um for like women or whatever that by the time I'm dating you I know what type of girl that is. But there's some girls who no matter what, like that people that will cheat. Like you can. Yeah, yeah, for sure. OK,
2: I, I, I can agree with this. Obviously, you're, you're people, talking about it's like, the be... people
1: you choose sort of thing. Like You have enough of like understanding a person, a girl that they wouldn't cheat on you. But if you were to go and pick any girl, like they would cheat on you no matter what you did. Right. There's the same way. There's lots of guys out there that will do that, too. See my ego
2: telling me that now nah, there's no way. No, that's <laughs> but, just stupid. But, that is, I can't <laughs> even believe,
1: nigga. Like that. That's no, no. Like,
2: I, I know there, 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 definitely is. There definitely is a woman out there. There are women out there who will do that for sure, hundred percent. Um, especially when you start getting into the whole like money thing and like rich guys and all that shit, and, like baller type. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there, there are women who will hundred percent do it. I'm just saying, like from my brain. Even though you're explaining it, and I, I agree with you. I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying it was me though i don't know man no that's
1: nuts that's just my email that's That's, i know but like i like i'm I'm almost like a diagnosed narcissist and even i'm like come on that is (laughs) that is that like there's some people i mean i like to here's the thing i'm i like to think that i pick like the women and that i like or that whatever that i'll be with wouldn't do that because i understand a good woman but for it to be say any girl like some girls are just about that life the same way yeah, some yeah, dudes right. are too i think, it's, uh, I think, think it's more so i haven't
2: ran into those women per se like i don't think i've dealt with women who are kind of like that so
1: yeah like I okay i've obviously shit's different now but 22 year old me there's no girl you could give me that i wasn't like stepping out with back in my like, college type of, you know what i mean <laughs> So it's yeah, just, but like some people just never grow out of that phase either, and that and I just I especially my experience in Toronto, man, with those influencer girls and meeting those crowds, there's just there's some people just can never get pleased, and they just see relationships as like stepping stones and stuff like that. So to say, there's just a, a category of women, no matter what. Same with guys. I, yeah, sure the yeah, guys they're, they're, they're yeah, like I'm not saying I'm just category of human beings that will just never be satisfied and will always do that. So I, yeah, hundred percent. I, I don't think I, I it's can, always. I definitely think it's a reflection. It would hurt more because of that, because I think if like my wife or like fiance cheated on me, that means my like sense of what a good person is, how I see people is completely off because you know what I mean? Like I'd only get with someone who in my mind would never cheat on me. Um, But if I was to just pick any random girl, I wouldn't be offended because you're just like picking a person that happens to do it. I know people out there do it. I just like to think I would never pick that woman to be like my wife. (laughs)
2: Yeah, that's a good but, assessment, especially especially the part where you're like, uh, it changes your whole view on the people that you pick in relationships and shit like that. So, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I could see it. I'm just saying, I just personally haven't found them, and I, I hope I don't. And my ego is telling me I wouldn't, but, like, I know I know there definitely are women.
1: Anyone could be victim to it, though. Yeah. Like, any person. <laughs> Sorry, <man>. What? <laughs> you okay I, no. no,
2: no. I, I did think that one of mine did before, but, like, I think that's just, like, in the not in like it's kind of like in the back of my head type thing but i don't think yeah. it actually happened i think it was just me being paranoid about the situation because i was younger so like i don't necessarily
1: know as True. much but yeah also getting to no one will get someone to cheat on you quicker than accuse, when they're not cheating and accusing them and like if you're super insecure and always worried like Going through your oh, girl's phone yeah, and doing yeah, that yeah, so yeah, that's, yeah, how yeah, yeah. thats how cheat. you push them. That's how you push them to cheat. Yeah. <laughs> like there's nothing. I don't know how guys don't get that. There's nothing more attra- unattractive than a dude who's like insecure, super as hell. paranoid. Yeah, like there's nothing that turns off a girl more than that. Like even if you think, even if you are, you need to hide that shit as much as possible. Like to be outright jealous, like you're pushing your girl away. I don't understand how guys don't get that. And um, also, you know what the funniest thing though is. Sometimes how people like you said if you're doing all the right things, people cheat on or won't cheat on you, right? But it's so funny how many guys I've seen that the writing was on the wall to everyone else that she didn't want to be in that relationship or with them, especially when you're younger, like early twenties, and they're like I don't know where I came from, I got blindsided. I'm like, really? Because all your boys <laughs> you to, like, have you never had that? Like- <laughs> Oh, like really because everyone else is here like there's so many times you're just like all right oh, you like grit your teeth you're like who would have thought she like was gonna break up with you and and it's like ah nigga i did everyone did your parents did the whole world did except for you like it's crazy how like rose tinted glasses some... yeah, yeah, yeah yeah it's wild like the writing was all over the wall. how about that time? every time you try to kiss her and she moves her face that's a big signal like Jesus. <laughs> so that's you're, always been wild we're yeah.
2: at a party and she's literally flirting in front of mm-hmm you with other men like yeah or like if
1: if you're constantly initiating every conversation and hang out for months come on now like you're gonna be surprised by it like nah nah so that's always one of the interesting things to me too but yeah yeah a girl a girl
2: who was in a relationship actually like came on to me and was like proposing that we have sex and shit but my dumb ass is young like i kind of fumbled the bag in that situation which i'm still kind of pissed about now that i think about it um but yeah, no, no, that happened to me, and I was just like... I, I didn't know the guy, and he wasn't there at that time, but he ended up coming down at another time. And, yeah. like, she was, like, full-on flirting in front of me. Like, in front of him, sorry, with me. I was yeah. like, like, damn. Like, uh, I, I, couldn't even, I couldn't even really play along, because I just felt bad for you, because I'm, like, looking at... Like, I'm looking across the room, and I'm just like, I don't even know how the fuck to act in this situation.
1: Um, bro, the, the wildest one that I've experienced is a girl... So I was working at the gym and this girl who she's like older, she was engaged and she got married in Hawaii or something. And I could tell she didn't even like the way she talked about her fiance wasn't even like, you could just tell she wasn't that into it or whatever. Anyways, they went away and got married and then they came back to van and they were going to have like a hotel a couple days together. And he had to go away for work. So the she called me over the day they got back from their honeymoon while he was at work to sleep. Jesus. And, but like, yo, this woman on paper was like, seemed like such a nice good person you know what I mean like I know she thought it was cute like flirting and then like after she's like hey well I have this hotel room and no one's here and I didn't find out till later it was her husband was staying there but had to leave and so she had to she's like come come to the hotel like she came back from her honeymoon and, and like God, a day later and, and but this girl was like honestly like you would never expect something like that from her if you her personality of that so it was like after that I was always like side eyeing. The way i think i see like it changed my world like 22 year old me was like what it changed how I, I just couldn't imagine her doing that i was like man there must be some other really kind women that do awful things yeah you imagine if you got caught in that too like if you went over to the hotel and buddy came home like a little bit earlier than you guys are expecting or some shit like that's how i always picture dying for like when i was in my <laughs> <laughs> that's the way that's the way i go i don't think anyone would have been surprised the parents were like yeah that sounds about right
0: if it wasn't suicide. It was probably
1: a jealous boyfriend. It's one of the oh, two: suicide man. or jealous boyfriend. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah,
2: <laughs> let's move. Let's move on to the next topic. Uh, this is a completely different one. <laughs> but J. Cole announces that he has an album coming May fourteenth. It's titled "The Off Season." This is his first album since two thousand and eighteen. Uh, he put out a Twitter post saying that this has been years in the making. Since then, you know, we've seen Cole be on features, which he's been killing. Uh, at this point, I don't know what to expect from a Cole album, to be honest, because, I mean, he's kind of done it all. Like, I don't know what else there is for him to really do. Um, but I am happy that he is dropping an album because, like, of those, of the three guys who run, like, the they're not new school anymore. Like, what, what are they? I don't even know what rank to call them. What but, that
1: eight? Like the Kendrick? Like that yeah, the group? Yeah, Kendrick,
2: uh, Kendrick Drake and Kendrick Drake and. Uh, asap Jake was Paul. one of them well asap fell like, off hard off of that though so. i mean
1: he's still leading fucking those things so he didn't fall
2: that hard well real You're quick still- i'll just buy this up and i don't want to forget it how the fuck is asap still headlining shows oh, so. like there was another show that we like we talked about the miami one i can't remember what it's called rolling Al- yeah. out yeah uh and since then they put out and there's another there's another festival that's going on the governor's ball in new york and this one has a huge amount of lists like a bunch of acts as well too like and all those people like that we pretty much named from Rolling Out are pretty much going to be there. And friggin' ASAP Rocky is headlining there. I'm like, how is he still one of the big? Like, it makes no sense how he's still a major.
1: In- R- Rihanna is one of it. And he hasn't put music out in forever. <laughs> yeah, that shouldn't he's be, that that shouldn't be enough for him to get but, it, though. I, I mean, I would, but the thing is, I still love ASAP. Like, he would be one of my favorite artists to go see. Like, he'd probably be top three reasons why. I go to one of those festivals. Is I feel like ASAP has already seen him, though. Yeah, but I mean, I want to see him again after two years of fucking whatever. Like, his first album was a classic, and I loved his other two as well, way more than most people. Um, so, but, I mean, and then also Rihanna, man. Like, part of it, the power couple now. You know, he's not in this guy's career. Um, he's with her everywhere they go and stuff, too. There's, It's definitely, he's getting headlines partially because of Rihanna, too, so um i think that's a big part of it and i'm assuming you agree with me. You, you i'm assuming you agree with me on that though that's part of it
2: i think that might help i don't think that that's enough to get him a uh, friggin uh headlining on these festivals i think that yeah that, I guess- I think that would be enough to get him into the festivals and to be like one of those like secondary names but not to be the headline
1: yeah i guess i know for this what this was the governor's ball or whatever yeah, the, the one I'm talking okay, about so is He's Rolling Loud, though. That one makes more sense to me, though, because that's a bit of an older age crowd. Like, hip-hop, it's not like... Yeah, the sound yeah loud. and that's... You know what I mean? Like, a 27 so. to 32 age group, like, around that, like, grew up with ASAP, like, in their early 20s. So, um, I see that one. Like, the older crowd. Rolling Loud, I'm surprised, because a lot of that's about new artists and everything. So, I'm surprised about that. But that, or Coachella, like, would make more sense to me. And I guess he's still popular... And that, and I mean, what do you know what they're not, doing? <laughs> he is though. I mean, he still okay, but he still dropped what's his album? Last album still did numbers, and like he's part of the his, social. His biggest hit, scene.
2: his biggest hit in the recent years was the fact that Donald Trump got him out of fucking prison. That was his biggest hit. and uh, Donald Asap? Trump that uh, Donald Trump took to Twitter and was like, "Yo, we need to get ASAP." Oh, Ro- the sweet, the, the sweetest Rocky what? home
1: ASAP. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that's still fucking huge, though. Like. You're on that level that the president's doing that. That's great for his career too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. was like made... years ago, wasn't any I mean, It wasn't even two years ago. I, I just I, I don't I don't know why you're that support. Like same with Jay Cole. Like I know he just sells better than ASAP, but I think ASAP's more of a household name. Cole just has strong fan fan base. Um, like ASAP's always out there and like all the fashion scenes and all that and socialite and hanging out with everyone so i I don't think it's that surprising Like, i'm rolling loud i'm like okay that's a bit weird but everything else considering what he's did and done isn't i don't know it makes sense to me and how can i complain because i want to see him so badly
2: all right what do you think of j cole though Him dropping an album because i love j cole's old shit but i'm not his last two i think i haven't really been super into kod wasn't bad because I remember I listened... To, like, at first listened to it, I was like, that's all right. Then I listened to it again. I was like, eh. But then I listened to it a third time. I'm like, okay, I can see where people come from liking this, but I don't know. He's kind of nah, up to me a little bit
1: in terms of uh, excitement. I only liked him when he was first coming up and then after his first album. I haven't really liked any of his music. I don't... You didn't like 4-Sail Drive? Not really, no. Uh, there's wow. There's like a couple of songs from each album. I mean, I, I like some of them. I would definitely say I had the whole album in that, but... I wasn't, it didn't make me like super excited to check for his next album. Just a snooze fest. And surprised. like, I'm not surprised he's popular as in probably does like 150, 200, uh, uh, like sales or whatever, but for him to be 400 and have that huge cult and moms and tons of people to like him and him staying out of the headlines, but still selling and selling out is wild to me. But I also kind of get the appeal. Album, but not the appeal that he does like huge numbers and is still one of the most popular acts in hip-hop so and i i get it but i don't get it J. Cole's a very hard it's hard to explain <laughs> his he's, a, he's a very it's very interesting because yeah like i think all every single one of his fans will buy his album you know what i mean whereas other people have like are more known or in household names but not everyone's going out to buy their music
2: yeah, he just got a dedicated fan base since like, mm-hmm. the whole. Uh, I mean, because he appealed to a generation of kids who were just going to college. Like when he was coming up, that was when college was becoming more mainstream. Before that, you know, obviously people were going to college, but not to the same degree that like my generation was going to college and stuff like yeah. that. So, oh, yeah, for he appealed, sure. He appealed to that. And it, was, and it was at the same time, too, where backpack, backpack rap was just coming up and being more big and mainstream as well, too. So, I feel yeah. like that kind of do them in as well. And uh, that's just what made people, people have grown with J. Cole. And I think that's what's made them stick as fans for, for his music and such.
1: I know say a lot of people say like, it almost honestly though, the J. Cole fans almost kind of remind me of Eminem light fans where Eminem fans, like he raps about like real things, like shit that actually happens. Like J. Cole <laughs> fans are always like, yo, he raps about like just like relatable stuff. And I'm like, there's tons. like it's 2020 now. There's tons of rappers that rap about it now, like 10 years ago. I get it. Like a pick from all those guys, like Drake had his thing, Kendrick had his thing, like all that. But like 10 years now, I think there's better artists doing the same subject matter. So for me, I'm always like, okay, I get, I got that originally, but like, I don't know. But he's just like kind of Kanye even did the college thing first too. And the educated hip hop and all that. Um, I just don't, I know that's what J Cole's appeal is like this light skin, like normal, life topic, like talking about music when he first got his first night, losing his virginity and stuff like that. But there's tons of music out there like that now. So I still don't see why he's so popular.
2: Yeah. I think it's just cool that someone from that generation, like the generation that like we grew up with, um, especially going into university and shit like that, that he's, he's one of the first to drop because, you know, Drake hasn't dropped in a while. Kendrick hasn't dropped in a while. Uh, ASAP hasn't. Yeah. ASAP hasn't dropped um Wale recently dropped so that's not too far off and same with Big Sean but yeah from that generation like the, the three biggest guys haven't dropped in a while so I'll be excited oh, yeah, to for... it out just for that fact
1: man that was a good time though I forgot about Big Sean too like all those whale like I thought well is like Wale <laughs> yeah Wale no, this
2: guy this guy stays
1: disrespecting everybody's names yo <laughs> it, just, it just happens man I'm sorry um uh, <laughs> But no, he. he blew, I thought he he came out a bit earlier than all them, didn't sell that well, and then kind of rebranded. It, and Wale was big for a while too. They all had Big Sean too. Like that was a good time, man. Uh, yeah. What, what, they, what, 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 was that, what is, is that? 2012 200-rated. to what? Like 2015? No, nah, say
2: earlier than 2012. They all started around 2009, but they didn't they didn't yeah, get was, mainstream really till 2011. The 2011 was when they. Really yeah, know they're. Ar- I know
1: they're around before. I remember ASAP from 2010 and, stuff, and Kendrick too, but. I guess that moment where they actually blew and white girls yeah, like stand their fan base. Where they all blew up like that. Which is honestly also pretty impressive. Like they're all doing numbers too. Whereas other groups they're usually only one or two come out of it. So that was a that was a big big time. Yeah, now it's every fucking day
2: someone used friggin' taking well not taking the crown, but someone blowing up and shit. So
1: I know. I can't, I can't tell if it's, I still don't know if it's better or not. Like I know we have way more music and that, but it's harder to develop a connection and find like music that you like in that too. So I'm always getting nostalgic, but are we in a better time for music right now than 10 years ago?
2: I think we're in a more accessible time. I don't necessarily know if the music is better, but guys are, There's. I think there's a lot more experimentation and things that you wouldn't expect to like that you start to like now. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it is good for branching out. I don't know if it's necessarily better in terms of like subject matter and stuff, but it's definitely the most diverse. I don't think we've ever had this amount of many
1: artists that are able to put out music, and you can hear a whole bunch of different sounds at the same time too. So that's what that's what. Also, though, you can find, like you said, subject matter. You can find anything now. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Like you exactly can find artists yeah, who yeah. talk about whatever. It might not be that great, but like before. When you had to wait forever for limewire to download or what and all that stuff too and just mixtapes like you couldn't search for all the topics and styles of artists you want there's so many like different types of artists and genres and that that uh is pretty accessible as well too so that's one of the good things but yeah i don't know i think the quality might have gone down a bit but who knows
2: so last week me and uh jb were talking about this as well too uh td because they came out and put out a statement on their twitter saying the wait is over and they got everyone hyped and shit like that and i was tempering my expectations because i was like there's no way this is kendrick like kendrick wouldn't wouldn't drop his album this way i was hoping that it was kendrick because obviously everyone wants to hear his next album i still listen to damn to this day so i was definitely Mm. hyped and hoping that it was but i was expecting more of a compilation album or someone else from the td camp to drop uh, cause we you know we're still waiting on this the album. There's still, uh, Isaiah Rashad and all that shit, but it turns out so Rashad is dropping and he is dropping his single. Well, by the time this comes out, you guys will hear it in the morning. So it should be out now, but yeah, he's dropping a single tonight. So it'll be interesting to see, uh, what that sounds like because he hasn't put out an album since I think 2016 was his last one. Um, but his first album or first project, I should say, cause it wasn't really an album uh sylvia demo is an absolute classic in hip-hop uh it's still one of my favorite i don't listen to it as much like there's a couple songs where if i hear like i'll definitely listen to it on a shuffle but um it's still one of my most favorite projects from a new coming artist and it has so many memories for me from that 2014 year uh but what are you gonna ask We're going to say
1: something well a couple things i remember yeah i guess Rashad. man he missed out I don't want to give him shit because he missed out kind of on the wave when TD was super popular and he was getting some buzz. But I guess he's going through a lot of like mental health and yeah, he had a, he had a, a drug
2: problem. So he was heavily yeah, sedated on a lot of drugs and he got addicted to them. And that kind of messed up
1: with his process of putting up music. He was, he was in rehab and stuff. Schoolboy. Also, when's the last time Schoolboy dropped? Not that like long he, ago. He, no, he dropped really? 2019.
2: His, did album he? Did, his album wasn't that big though. He had a couple of albums. I guess songs he just lost were, a lot of buzz. Well, it wasn't so much that he. I don't know what happened during that year. I think it was more so they didn't really. I don't know if they didn't push him enough or he didn't really have um, that big of a like a single that was out. But he did drop his album, and, and the issue with his album is that it didn't come out to critical acclaim. Like especially coming yeah. off of uh, Blank Face, which I personally think is his best album he's ever done, um, and definitely one of the most underrated in 2016. But yeah, he didn't come out to. He only had that one song with... Uh, I think it was, from remembering right, 21 Savage, that was, that was very popular. Um, yeah. And then the rest of the album was just kind of, man, people just, like, uh, didn't really pay attention to it. But he had
1: dropped recently. He dropped in 2019, like, so... His, his bison popularity, like, near... I think it was when I saw him, 2014, I saw him with him and Kendrick. And he put on a better show than Kendrick at that time. And, like, he got way more popular than I thought. Um... He had like when like 2015, 2016. So I guess that kind of just passed, but yeah, I really liked his, his albums earlier in that, but I guess his music, I thought he'd have two because he was really close with Mac Miller. So I thought he was going to have more music with Mac coming out after he passed too, which didn't really happen. So I don't know. Yeah. It's, I feel like they dropped the ball kind of TD with that, like their, their movement. I don't know.
2: Yeah. Craft Job dropped 2019. It wasn't really that, uh, people didn't really take to it
1: that well. Um yeah, I don't what know. To, what's going on with the other guys too. Uh Absol. Absol, and then what is there it? it just i think is that's it
2: anyone? it's Isaiah Rashad's dropping on Friday, so that's the only other person a has bit of a little a while i never liked Absol, but yeah really uh, he was actually one of my favorites coming out of tv because i felt like his uh his mixtape fuck what's it called? One second, let me pull it up because I can't remember. Oh, J Rock, too. I don't know. Did he- oh, yeah, J Rock's on that label. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, control system, control system, really fucking control system. Um, so, yeah, I'm a huge fan of Absol. I think he's he's one of the better rappers in TD. It's just more so he's not mainstream feel really, but yeah, yeah he hasn't dropped in a while either. I, think I, I like him on a feature that
1: well. So, I like him on features and stuff, but his voice, he is a good rapper. I just, his voice isn't that appealing to me. So I never listened to like his full albums and that. Um, but yeah, just, I don't know. I guess I'm like, what, what, what is the project being dropped then?
2: We don't have, oh, you know, bro. all we know is that Friday he's dropping his song. Cause that's all they announced. He said the wait is over. So, so we're getting a song this Friday. Are you excited to hear it though? Like, would you want to hear a project from Isaiah
1: Rashad or were you in he's one of those guys that listen to his first two songs and then if it's like a banger then i'll check out the whole album because it's been like it's been four or five years since i've listened to any of his music so um but if there's a this was like 2016 i'd definitely check it out but yeah i'll I'll listen fair enough
2: all right yeah we'll see what happens i don't know when they're going to drop the album but it will be interesting to see i'm definitely down to hear the song as well too because he he was one of my favorites coming out when he first dropped that Sylvia demo tape, which is still one of my favorite albums, but uh, we'll see what happens.
1: And our last subject, I guess we're going to discuss. Wait, wait, is... quickly, though. The, did you see, just this just happened now, Jake Paul and Mayweather getting in a fight at their press conference? You mean Logan uh, Paul. Logan Paul. But I think it was Jake that they're in a fight with. Yeah, Jake Paul, him and Mayweather. Anyways, go look at the video later. But this is going to be a shit show leading up to it.
2: Uh, I'm looking at it right now just because you brought it up.
1: It's just a bit of a shit <laughs> show. <man. laughs> did Yo, did you guys so
2: funny. No, <laughs> you, know. All, you know, it's all fake bullshit. Like they're actually not gonna really fight. There's a whole bunch of dudes in the way and shit like that. It's just this is oh, a promo for, sure. for the for the fight.
1: But yeah, this is Jake Paul actually. It's not even it's not even Logan. This is actually it's Jake hard. Cole. It's hard for me to even hate them at this point because we're eating it up so much. And they're just doing everything and anything they can. This guy got, they gotta fight with Mayweather. Like that's insane. I can't even hate the Paul brothers right now because if we're responsible for their popularity.
2: Yeah. Also, did you know Floyd's not bald?
1: <laughs> he well, he got a hair transplant.
2: Oh, okay. That's what it was. All right, that makes sense. Yeah.
1: Him and Deion Sanders got it too. Uh Tiga. what's his name too? Yeah, Tiger got one.
2: Tory Lanez, who we were talking about earlier, got yeah, Tory one. got one. Uh, Deion Sanders got I think one. Paul got got one a couple two. And there's another right. NBA announcer that also got one, but um
1: Yeah, Marv, Marv Albert has a, a toupee. Oh he's maybe that's a old Oh no no, no that's I was thinking him a black dude. But yeah, <laughs> man,
2: Marv Albert's a nasty dude, you
1: know. <laughs> yeah, I know. I can't believe he's and he's so bad at oh, job, man. I can't even believe he's Still calling games. Anyways, we'll get past that. But yeah, no, Mayweather got a transplant, him and Dion.
2: Well, yeah. Well, since we're on this topic, do you, you think Logan Paul has
1: any chance of beating Floyd? I don't think, no. I don't even know whether, I don't even think they're going to fight. Like, this is hey, insane. They have insane. It set up. They're fighting. I know, but like. Floyd, I, I, Floyd I, my...
2: fought like these types of fights. He went over to Asia to fight some like 17-year-old high fighter.
1: Did he? What? When? Yeah. This like, was like last left. year. Yeah, like last year he did this. Oh, I guess anything for the bag. I mean, you can't be mad at him, but like, it's just no matter what because if Paul wins, everyone's gonna know it. He, he took the fall, which I don't see him doing. Then yeah, he's just. not.
2: That's
1: not. Yeah, but then also, I, I guess I, I don't know. I encourage people not to pay for this because <laughs> it was funny at first. Like, I don't mind the Pauls and going versus Nate Robinson or low level dudes, but when you when they're getting fights with the best, one of the best fighters ever. It's kind of souring the like the name of I'm not one of those purists by any means, but for this But some to things happen, are too far. Yeah, it's too far. Like this is literally taking on Muhammad Ali and like you know, who who some football players Something wanted to do it. Like it's just wild to me that they didn't even let this happen. I, I encourage people to please not pay for this because it's gonna take boxing and fighting to a bad place.
2: People will though. The only reason why this shit has even been this popular is because we're in a pandemic. If you were outside, doing regular shit, no one would give a shit about this whatsoever.
1: But I think people are, I agree. But I think now that's set the tone that it will still keep happening after the pandemic's over.
2: Nah, I don't think so, man. I think you don't think so. No, I think okay. once we get like this is this is the same thing with a uh, clubhouse because clubhouse is like yeah. I think clubhouse is super popular for the fact that everyone's inside and that's one of the only ways you can socialize. But once you get back to going outside and doing regular shit again, you're not you you're not gonna have any interest in hopping on clubhouse. Like, other than True. maybe, like, people doing, um, you know, their – not shows, but, but you know, with like, people setting up certain events or meetings. But even but you that, have to think this, that's not enough to keep people on the platform, I don't think.
1: But you have to think this is different than club – because, like, people are going to bars now. You're going to go Saturday night to watch Floyd Mayor with a fight. You know what I mean? Versus Logan Paul. Yeah. Like, you're going to be – it's different. I, I agree with you to a degree, but – I don't think it's a write-off that this stuff won't keep happening, and maybe it won't. But you have to remember, this is that people want to socially gather now, and they're going to do it over these fights at bars and that like places all with their friends and that too. So I think this is why it has a decent chance to continue or get popular. So I don't know. I just don't like the direction it's going to, and the idea that it is possible. I, I don't mind when it's like fighters who are both low level making a mockery of the thing, but for this, it's it's too much for me. Oh, shit.
2: I'm watching the second video, and they actually kind of get into it, bro. Yeah. Like, I, don't know if, I don't know if Floyd threw a punch or something, but somehow Jake Paul ended up on the ground, and some random dudes are trying to get in there and fight and shit, so.
1: Security and, yeah, then all their groups, and that's So This is going to be, like, trending number one, too, in a second, so. Yeah, because the first one I saw, I was
2: literally just them talking, but now it looks like they kind of... No, everything. they got a
1: full scrap, like, they're yeah. security everywhere and shit, too. So. That's interesting, because Jake's not even fighting, but... I know, but he wants to get in the headlines there and keep his name. These guys are, like, apparently I know people who work with, like, influencers back when they were in the starting vine and that. And they're, like, they're full-on psycho sociopaths of, like, obsessed with becoming famous and getting clout anywhere. Like, brains just different. You know what I mean? Like, they're just built to do anything. They have no shame in that. Yeah, the the more I
2: look into the industry and shit like that, I'm, like, because we were talking about EDP two weeks ago when his situation – and after him getting caught in that entire situation, Brandon, he's, he's not going to prison because the guys who did this thing are like complete amateurs and didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Um, yeah. But he's coming back and he's saying like, he, he's coming back and he's still talking as if nothing happened. Like he does not, he didn't even address the fact that he got caught for that shit. He didn't even <laughs> have any remorse for the fact that he got caught for it. He basically came back with the same attitude, like fuck these guys, fuck all y'all. I'm coming back with my own website and shit, and I'm gonna roll with that. And my supporters are gonna keep watching my videos and type shit like that. And I'm just thinking, like, the fact that people can do something that heinous and that disgusting and not have any remorse and just come back and still want to put out content like nothing happened. You have, yeah. to have a different kind of mindset to do that. That's just that's not even like that's not there's like no humanity in that. That's actually just disgusting to me. Like it's fucked up how crazy some people
1: are for fame. Like it's nuts. Even starting that, like you think this guy had no followers, like he's just a random YouTube guy, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm going to put this out." Like him coming onto YouTube, filming himself saying the most insane shit. Like, yeah, it worked, but you also have to be a nutter to be like you. You have a career and normal life to live too, and then you're just going and call, starting a YouTube account that's called "Eat Your Pussy" or whatever. These people <laughs> yeah, are different, different, man. they'll, they'll
2: I mean, do see, I could give him a pass on because that was when YouTube was like first starting off, and you were literally just trying to put whatever they want onto the internet and at the same time too like you can also see how people would put up a front to be on tv or whatever like people do that all the time but like, they don't act like themselves when the camera's on so i could see someone doing it for a show and stuff like that yeah. but yeah the the to this degree where you get caught doing some fucked up shit and you just have no remorse for it whatsoever and you're just gonna act like nothing happened is that's just a different mentality man i don't even know You'd be on psycho at that point.
1: He's getting repeatedly caught too, and still going for it. Yeah, so like what a fucking. The movie. guy's a tra- train wreck. But it, I mean, it works too. People have such a short like span of remembering anything that it. The it's, news not, changes it's not it's not, not
2: remembering. In. It's just like there's certain fans are just diehard. They just don't want to believe whatever you say about what happens. Or, to they, just or care, they just don't really. care. Really, it didn't yeah, happen to them,
1: exactly. So yeah. why would you care? Yeah, yeah That's just so. Hollywood and stuff for you to. Um, What's it called? I, had a, I had a friend who, like a friend of a friend I met, it was actually really interesting, and like he was on G-Unit label way back in the day, and he like I was talking to him, and he's like, so he knew Drake, Lil Wayne, hung out with them all, never like blew up or whatever, but he, I got to talk to him, and he's like, all these guys, there's guys who are just as talented as them, but all the people you see are as famous as Drake and like that are obsessed with being big, like just the brains built different, like they will do anything and have no shame, and like, do anything to become famous and popular and that he's just like i noticed in every single artist who's really successful just like they're just built different in terms of i'm going to become famous my music's going to be famous like basically a narcissist so it's not surprising that you have hollywoods like that yeah well hollywood does have a
2: lot of dark secrets so it doesn't surprise me if anyone who makes it in hollywood has a bunch of secrets that they just don't want to be throwing it out um, yeah, I did want to talk about Kevin Samuels versus Dr. Umar, but, I mean, we're I kind of time at this point. Just real quick, who do you think would win in a fight, if they ever did fight? Because apparently there's some beef there.
1: I don't even know. I've just started hearing about uh, Samuels, Samuels or whatever. I know Dr. <laughs> Umar. Let's go. Yeah. What, what's his exact deal? Like is, he's not the one who got caught cheating, is he? Who, Kevin Samuels? Yeah. No, remember neither there was guy, the One guy who got in a relationship. No, oh, no, that's
2: that's uh, Jackson. I don't know. I don't know what his first name is, but that's that Jackson dude. Oh uh, yeah,
1: I, I'm just starting to remember this guy. I know guys. I know Doctor Kumar for years now. That guy's next level. Like, now, man, he's a legend he now though, some wild not, shit too.
2: He 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 definitely has, and I don't agree with everything he says. But now you can't deny that he does make some good points. Like I think earlier on, some of the stuff he said was a bit outlandish, and like you couldn't necessarily take him too seriously. But as he's grown and like evolved into the personality he is now, he does make a lot of really good points, and it's hard to like. There are things I still do disagree with him on, but
1: a lot of the things he says does make sense, and he is he is pretty knowledgeable. I I I think he realized. I think he realized he needed to refine what he was saying to get to the level he's at now. You know what I mean? Because he was out there when he first started, like that shit. You're just not gonna get on Breakfast Club with some of the stuff he was saying before. So now I think he's. Even, it back though, even though they did have, and it's before, more like, yeah. <laughs> no, that's what I meant. But that that's after, dude. I remember seeing him like four or five years ago, where he was so militant on things. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, he's on Breakfast Club now because, like you said, he's saying he's more reasonable. Like you got people like you agreeing with them. So, <laughs> I think that's that was part of why. So I still think he thinks. Crazy, outlandish, wild stuff. He just knows you can't go ahead and say that. He did have his one. I saw the last one was on Breakfast Club and he's talking about interracial relationships. I'm like mad offended, but then he had like one or two good points. Yeah. And now I'm questioning my existence. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's I'm looking at too. I'm, I'm, bro, I'm looking at my dad different. Like, you fucking coon. You really did this, huh? <laughs> wow man like wow like huh like, you fucking sell out really huh you got a trade of the white women like okay Like <laughs> got me for a second i was like wait my whole existence would be here if this man listened to this man but i was like yeah i caught him I was like yep yep uh-huh and i was like wait a minute he's talking about you gabe i was like i mean but he does have a good point like yeah. he, he made a good point here like yeah you're, so, you're the product know. of that yeah. you had no you had no option but but okay, well the thing I didn't agree, he said lots of things, but the one thing I didn't agree with at the end of that is he was like he's like no white woman would be loyal to you or something for some reason, like if you're down and out. I was like, that's not true at all. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that, that you no, know, I disagree with it. <laughs> Like, come on. Yeah. Like, white come on. I've been, been there for me I've, for years. Yeah. Like, I'm a bit, I've been a bum-ass nigga forever. And, you know, I'm like, and white pretty been loyal. Me. Yeah. yeah, has been a pretty, oh, pretty loyal uh, dating life. So, I, I wanted to have a talk with him about that. I was like, not facts, sir. Like, <laughs> yeah. give me no, on the breakfast club.
2: No, I agree. Yeah. There are some things, like I said, there are, you, you're not, you're not going to agree with anyone 100%. There's always going to be some kind of disagreement, but he didn't make a really good point about the whole like economic situation. That's what marriage is. Marriage is an economic thing. You're not, you know, marriage is presented as something for love, but it's when it really comes down to, it's a union of money. and it's just for legal status. And, and, yeah. yeah. And legal like, shit. So this like, like love has nothing to do with it. That's why when you get divorced, that shit's always messy as fuck because you guys are fighting over property and shit like that. So.
1: So what was his take on it then?
2: Which is just saying what?
1: that, like, back, Oh, between like, the two? Why do you bring? Yeah. Well, apparently there's beef between them because
2: uh, Kevin Samuel's his whole. Well, what being presented, his whole deal is to help, uh, is to help people better themselves and to find what they're looking for in terms of relationships. Because a lot of the times, what what he's found is that women are trying to choose a certain type of guy. And in a woman's mind, she thinks that, hey, if I get this guy once, that means I'm entitled to getting that type of dude for the rest of my life. So women are looking for guys who are in like the top five or 10 percent of America or whatever the world or wherever they're calling from, like guys who make six figures or who have so much money or whatever. And they're not willing to settle down or look for guys who are just like, you know, regular guys who work at like regular jobs, like an engineer or anything like that. Even though those guys are making decent money, like they they the ones who are calling into a show, like tend to not look for those guys. So she, he's just basically out here telling them that look, you you you're a girl who's you you're coming with two kids, you're trying to attract a guy who's got six figures or higher and who has options and isn't looking to settle down. And you're wondering why you can't get married. It's for the fact that you're choosing the wrong man. And his delivery on that is like pretty harsh. Like a lot of times there would be women who ask, like there's one clip that's gone super viral. And this, this woman, he asks her like what she thinks she is on this top 10 scale. And then she was just like, yeah, uh, I think I'm like a six, six with makeup and like, uh, like maybe a five without it. He's like, no, you're like a four, you're like a four, with makeup like a three without it and shit like that. So it's, it, but those are just the clips that have gone viral. A lot of the stuff when I've actually tuned in to listen to stuff, it's pretty tame. Like, it, it makes sense. He's coming from that side. Uh, but the beef basically started from the fact that people are saying that he, the way he's talking to women, he shouldn't be talking to black women that way. And you know that uh, Dr. Umar is all for black people and black people being uh, liberated and, you know, treated well. So people are kind of putting them together because of the fact that, well, you have Kevin Samuels who's talking to black women a certain way, but at the same time to Dr. Umar is saying that like, uh, you know, these guys are out here talking to black women in a certain way, and he he doesn't really like it and shit like that. So they've kind of both taken shots at each other a little bit on their on their
1: platforms, but mm. it's nothing serious. I just brought it up I, to these jokes. I don't tr- I don't trust any. I feel one. I feel like these guys are. You get in this position because you're projecting. I feel like this stuff has happened to them, so they think every woman is like that. Like any generalization, like you can't. Like I get why they're popular, but it's so stupid too to to like generalize women or like the opposite sex that way it's so corny i feel like they went through some shit so they get all like bitter and have that like perception that it it um people who have gone through similar situations gravitate to that those type of people in that it just i don't know it's always kind of skeezy like yeah some of them make kind of good points but at some point if your whole career is based about that, you're just throwing bullshit at the wall and that too. Like if there's some diamonds in the rough, fine, but there's so much bullshit in there too that I I never buy into any of those things like about it.
2: Yeah. I think generalizations do matter because humans are like, there is a baseline for humans. Like a lot of humans do fall into the same patterns and shit. So generalizations definitely do matter and they do make sense. But like you said, it is a little bit tricky sometimes because you can't, you'll get people who take those generalizations and they'll try and apply them in different situations that don't necessarily make sense in those situations. And that's where like, you start getting issues. It's more so, I feel like not even the guys that are saying it, like the issue with them with the guys, I think it's more so the people who start following and listening to that stuff and they start taking oh, their sure. version of it and making it like a butcherized version of what the person originally said. So
1: but that's why they're, they get so popular. though. people can just glue to each thing. They say like Jordan Peterson's like that too. Like, yeah, you make some points in that, but people hold on to the yeah, wrong people, ones. Yeah, exactly. People hold really on, yeah. Toxic. You know what yeah. I mean? They take away the wrong thing. But, like, so last thing, though, but, like, I don't get this to what he's saying. A six-finger engineer has a problem getting a good woman. Like,
2: no, 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 no. He's saying that women are looking for a certain type. Like, the women that are calling a show. This isn't all women. He's saying that the women that tend to call a show are looking for a certain type of men. So they're looking for guys who make six figures and are... Like a certain level in life and they're not willing to date or be with men who they quote unquote feel are lesser than their position which tend to be guys who are like engineers or like a footlocker manager like yeah maybe his maybe his job title isn't the greatest but he's making like 60 grand a year which is pretty off for an average dude in america
1: right so yeah i mean but yeah like there's women out there but there's also fucking it's also what the guys are looking for too. Like they think they deserve tens and like this amazing woman. Like those guys re- refuse to lower their standards the same way too and have like expectations yeah, but, that don't don't match them.
2: Yeah, but the guys who are like you're talking more so on like the incel side. Like the guys that he's referring to are like high value men who have like uh, options. Like these are guys who are like not necessarily yeah. ball players, but if they're making like four hundred thousand dollars, you can't really expect that guy to just be like willing to settle down with a woman who has three three kids already and you want to be able to get with them like that's not gonna happen like that guy's looking for a girl who's probably hasn't had any kids and um and wants to have kids of his own like he's not going to settle down with a girl who has three kids from a different dude, and is trying to settle down with you like that's that's where he's coming from yeah
1: so yeah i mean yeah i i guess so they just said none of that stuff appeals to me because it's not anything i care about like and you don't have three kids it's just that stuff that stuff like that not that i take care of but stuff like that becomes just toxic in that anyway so i try to steer clear of that but it is it is kind of funny and i think
2: i think it's more so the internet that makes it that way though because when i watch his streams like what he says makes sense and yes granted some of his clips are outrageous but some of the shit he said to women is definitely crazy but his core message does make sense it's just more so people start bastardizing it on the internet and Turning it into something that it's not necessarily so. That's I think that's where most of the issue comes from. But that's the age we live in now. People want to look up to other people, and if they have something they can agree with, they're going to take that and run with it and apply it to their own lives, no matter what happens. So, there,
1: agreed. But, but yeah, that, I can't believe that guy. How popular you got, Dr. Umar or whatever. Like, I remember four or Dude, five years his, ago. See his it.
2: clips are so funny, though. All of his memes are dead funny. Like, I died. He's,
1: half of it's him trolling, too, isn't it? Like, he's in character. Like, I for some, I just, you know what I mean? Like, I, I like don't even that. I think
2: that's him, though. Like, some of it is definitely, you. whenever you're on the camera, you're definitely going to embellish some stuff. But I think that is genuinely him, though.
1: Yeah, we'll
2: see i think i think the memes are only funnier just because of how people like clip them and shit like that like in some of the stuff he says is just
1: dead funny. i do think yes he's putting on
2: something he knows what he's
1: doing he knows when he's gonna turn something into a meme or like for sure yeah, yeah i think he knows that for sure but that's uh that's an entertainment it's, business it's like me with joe rogan <laughs> exactly. Oh my God, we didn't talk He's about that. Exactly. Right He's training right now. He's training right now. The Corona, <laughs> yeah. I, I told y'all the world is turning on Joe. And who said? Who called it a year ago? Me. Me. The world is turning.
2: I mean, yeah, right. I, didn't, I didn't realize how many people didn't really like Joe Rogan, but apparently, we're just saying are. dumber shit. He told. Yeah, now, now, no, now, yeah. now it's getting a little bit uh rejected. And now everyone's
1: roasting my IG. We need to get fucking, <laughs> we need to start reposting that shit from last
0: year.
1: <laughs> I'm I'm ready to go to war now, too, with those oh, same guys. Man. I've got way more ammo in my back pocket now. Uh,
2: Game and then purchase <laughs> Yo,
1: what's a month I go back
2: to those comments. Yo, they're so funny. now that you mentioned, I'm gonna probably look that up after this podcast episode because that was a that was a hilarious time. you just mute yourself or what? Do
1: you, you hear me? No, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that like they they that stuff makes me understand why hot, tar- hot cake artists become the way they are and stuff because I was feeding off that. <laughs> I was like, we were going to become a Joe Rogan podcast. Like, that's it. Like, hot cakes every week on them. So I was like, you know what? I understand Skip Bayless and Stephen A way more now.
2: Yeah, the adrenaline uh, is definitely there. Yeah, fucking feeding off the hate. But, yeah, that'll do it for Episode 88 of the Pops Culture Podcast. Uh, as always, guys, continue to like, rate, review, subscribe on all major streaming platforms. That's iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and Amazon Music. You can find me at Papa Omeno on Twitter or at Pop Style Culture on Instagram. And we will see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.